Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And Marwin lifts this one in a shallow left field. Rosario coming in. It'll drop in front of him for a hit. Guriel scores. Bregman scores. It's a two-run single for the pinch hitter Gonzalez. And the Astros lead for the first time today, 7-5. to five. If you watch that game, you know that the uh, the Braves got a grand slam in the first inning, and it looked like coronation night. Not and to be. First time in 100 years in a World Series game that a team went down by four and then won by four. Wow. Now that's a stat. The Chicago Black Sox of 1919 was the last time. Oh, the scandal-ridden Black Sox. And the scandal-ridden Houston Astros. So oh, wait a minute. Huh? Cheaters. What? Cheaters what? prospering? Huh? Can we say huh? this? What? Is Ooh. this America? What? Um... <laughs> Uh, Rich Lowry of National Review tweeted this out. As a baseball fan, I don't care about the Braves one way or another, but a World Series win would be poetic justice over the ridiculous bullying All-Star Game snub. At the same time, the team's fans have refreshingly ignored the moral panic over a chant that harms no one and never did. I saw Trump and Melania up in the booth doing the tomahawk chop during the game. Yeah. <laughs> he just loves trolling America, doesn't he? Doing the politically incorrect thing yeah. on national television. <laughs> I actually so I can't remember exactly where it was published. One of your, your panty wanted media, but they, they, they quoted somebody on Twitter saying, of course he's doing that. It's so reminiscent right. of a Nazi salute. Of course, oh, my God, you, go. you people Whatever. are unintentionally hilarious. Your parodies of yourselves. So Joe Biden, the president, is at the big global warming conference, the COP26 meeting. And during 30, the opening thousand people took private jets into the global warming conference. And uh, during uh, the opening speeches, Biden fell asleep. Tim, the lawyer, Tim Sandifer retweeted it with don't blame him in the least. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, I agree. Whole bunch of drone and ons about how important it is to 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 change the climate. And America really should do something about that. We're not going to because that would cost us jobs and money. But America should really do something major around this. Uh, we all agree, which is basically what's happening. Um. Yeah, jet lag is a thing, and the dude's pushing 80. Come on. I'm in that meeting, and it's in my hometown, and at my age, and I'm dozing <laughs> off. Right, right. Bunch of droning on Euro speeches. Please, I'm, bring, <laughs> I'm bringing a pillow to that session. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> going to bring it in. I'm going to have a little quilt pull up over me, snuggle in. <laughs> Joe, pay attention. I reading over the weekend some foreigner who was it is a foreigner i like but anyway he was talking about the whole uh <laughs> you don't sound the least bit nativist <laughs> it was a foreigner but a foreigner i like <laughs> who was making some comment about uh the united states in the way we look at ourselves and um saying you call it the world series because canada and the united states participate i mean what is that and and talking about the always talking about the president of the United States as the leader of the free world and whoever this foreigner was that I like and I don't remember who it was and what country they're from they said you know you got to check in with us now and then because most of us in the rest of the world we don't think of your president as our leader we don't look at it that way and I wow. thought I'll bet that's true sure I'll bet Italians Australians Brits French oh you know all the people out there in democracies and stuff like that of the you know that are more or less on our side. But I'll bet they don't think of Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Barack Obama as the leader of us. 
And since I was a little kid, I've said, can we stop calling it the World Series? It's just dumb. Yeah, well, we say world champions for the NFL, for, I know. WF, well, for I don't. the NBA. I do not. So you don't remember which foreigner it was. Might have been Paul McCartney. Might have been Angela Merkel. Hard to say. Lafayette. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, See, so we hit some of the polls earlier. This is kind of interesting. Overlooked from the NBC poll that Joe mentioned, Republicans now hold the largest partisan advantage on dealing with the economy that Republicans have ever had in the history of the survey. Republicans are up 18 on dealing with the economy. That's always a lefty issue. And if Republicans do hold the edge, it's by, you know, a handful. Never have they had this big an edge on the economy, which should scare the crap out of Democrats. It absolutely should. You got the rest of those numbers in front of you? Um, I mean, because they're impressive. uh, uh, Not on that particular topic. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say border security, it's plus 27. Inflation, which is, you know, might as well be the economy, it's plus 24. Crime, it's plus 22. Over the Democrats, national security, plus 21. Then you get down to the economy, plus 18. And just getting things done in general, plus 13. Now, before my conservative friends get too excited, the Republicans will gain power and they will screw it up. They will, like the Democrats, fail to govern effectively. Why do I say that? Well, that's been the recent history of things. I mean, don't abandon hope, all ye who enter here, but they seriously have to get their act together. If they win the midterms big, crazy. So old Joe Biden will never run again. Kamala Harris, nobody would vote for in their lives. So they will almost certainly get the White House next time. Well, the odds are in their favor. Good unintentional transition. So the point was being made here that there's some numbers that would lead you to believe Democrats are really in trouble. I mean, when they when when the R's have the biggest advantage they've ever had on the economy, for instance, holy cow. Well, so they polled Democrats. Do you think Democrats have a better chance of winning the presidency in 2024 if Joe Biden is the party's nominee or if someone else is the party's nominee? And among Democrats, it was tied. Among independents, it's 51-26 someone else. I wow. said, you're kidding me. Not even wow. close. Fifty-one twenty-six. Well, doubled up. Fifty-one twenty-six. Someone else. Democrats. It's a tie. So, when was the last time that you had a president and among their own party nine months into the first term? It's a it's a coin toss as to whether or not you think this person ought to represent the party. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. I guarantee you, that's never happened. That has never happened in American history. Well, George Washington's going to run with with uh, Harry Truman and his, as his veep before Joe Biden runs again. But um, boy, that'd be know. an interesting ticket—the Washington Truman ticket. Well, you got the East and the Midwest. Well, and they're both dead, so that really—that's the outlier. <laughs> well, it's they got—they're just leading Biden by a nose. <laughs> I mean, he's in God's waiting room. Let's face it; it's okay. <laughs> by a faint heartbeat, yes. Yeah, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We must accept this, but uh, yeah. But don't you think I'm probably right? Polling hasn't existed that long. A lot. Of, it's easy to forget that. Polling's really only been around since the 70s and only really big since like the 80s and 90s. But I'll, I'll bet you if you had had polling, there's never been a time nine months into the first term of a presidency that half of that party wanted someone else. Not I a think, joke. I think you're right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And there's no reason to think it's, he's going to get more popular among himself or others. No, no. The, the scenarios that exist include 
the obvious, the Republicans sweep to victory, have uh, both houses and the White House and see what they can do with it. Uh, but remember, it comes down to a binary choice. And sometimes the primary system vomits up a bad choice. And then sometimes it unintentionally gives you a good choice. The hairball is actually appealing. How does Trump not run with those numbers? Oh, boy, don't. We got Trump, Biden, too. I can't take that. It's like grumpier old men. No, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, I wish I could remember who that foreigner I like was. I'd ask him about it. <laughs> or her. I don't remember. Just remember they're a foreigner. <laughs> So I just came across Southwest Airlines' statement about the pilot. Okay. Can we hear that clip again? Does he say, let's go, Brandon? Listen to this closely. The audio is out. Here we go. Weather east about uh, seven or eight miles an hour. Good visibility, mostly clear skies, 77 degrees. Thanks for coming out flying with Southwest Airlines. I think he says, let's go, Brandon. But he I, just no mutters way. it a little There's no bit. way, if you didn't know what he said, that you would have come up with that. Oh, no, no. If I was unprompted, if it was a fill-in-the-blank as opposed to a multiple choice, no, I wouldn't have the slightest idea. <laughs> no, I would have had no words. Yeah. What were those last words he said? I couldn't have given you a word. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, there might have been, it might have been easy to understand in the cabin. Mm-hmm. And just this, this recording where somebody was videotaping their two-year-old on their first flight ever or whatever. Picked it up in the background. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But you know, if, Southwest if, has made a statement. If I lose this gig ever, or and decide to work writing corporate press statements, would be an easy gig. I could do it while drunk and asleep. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so uh, the airline said uh, we will address the situation directly with any employee involved while continuing to remind all employees that public expression or personal opinions while on duty is unacceptable. And then clearing up the utterly unnecessary to clear up, Southwest does not condone employees sharing their personal political opinions while on the job serving our customers. And one employee's individual perspective should not be interpreted as the viewpoint of Southwest and its 54,000 employees. So again, to repeat, one employee's individual perspective absolutely is the viewpoint of Southwest Airlines and its 54,000 other employees. And they condone this sort of thing. Yes, I've I've long said <laughs> one stewardess says something, I believe 100% that expresses the view, the solemn written view of every single person in that organization. And I think you all agree with me. Good Lord. <laughs> who, who, who wants, who asks for that? I don't know. The, the panty wadded. God, buy better undergarments. Nice control panel or something. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta get panties that don't get wanted so much. <laughs> Unbelievable. One employee's individual perspective should not be interpreted as the viewpoint. Oh God. <laughs> yet, yet, because we got a text earlier about our midweek vacation that we took. How many years ago was that? I don't even remember what we said, but we got in trouble with the Muslim crowd? Well, no, no, no. No, it was that uh, our, our late producer put out a press release oh, without right. the company's authorization. Right. Which you're not supposed to do. Which I get. With Muslims, though. Well, yeah, yeah. You, We were talking about drawing pictures of Muhammad. Oh, okay. And, and you said, go ahead, draw them. We think you should. 
And, uh, and, and Dominic put out a press release saying, Armstrong and Getty encourage the display of pictures of Muhammad. <laughs> and the company's like, <laughs> but so anyway, I mean, it got pretty uh, testy for a while and we had to go to a whole bunch of meetings and all kinds of stuff. And we got taken off the air for a couple of days, but we've been through this song and dance before. And it just happens. It, it gets, it creates its own momentum of apologies. Nobody believes. And then to, to people that nobody's, you know, to people that aren't actually angry. Right. I mean, it just takes on a life of its own. It's a dance. It's a yeah. dance. Right. And the people who received the apology weren't upset and aren't pleased by the apology. <laughs> right. right. It's it's like a transaction. You, you meet for weeks with lawyers. You sign long contracts. You have brutal negotiations. And at the end, no money changes hands. <laughs> I mean, what, what were we doing here? And that's what it always felt like. And we've right. done this a couple of times. We angered the oh, yeah. Asian community over something. And we had to have some people on the air. And they, they came on the air. And we apologized. You wrote an le- apology or something. And then and then we gave it. And they accepted it. And it was just it was all phony. I mean, on all ends. It was completely phony. Well, and, and what was crazy about that was some of the folks involved were really nice people, and, and I actually enjoyed kind of meeting them and chatting with them, and it was fine. But they weren't angry. They were but never no. angry. Oh, not in the least. No. No, in fact, they said as much. And they, they said, knew no, we're fine, mean, with, we're fine and, with you guys. And they knew we didn't mean our apology. Right. Because we didn't. Right. Well, and it was carefully worded. But, you know, it's so weird. Yeah. So now Southwest is doing it, because that's what you do. That's the American folk dance. Right. It's the apology dance. The apology dance. I'm offended. I'm sorry. I'm offended. I'm sorry. The apology (laughs) dance. The apology dance. Come on, everybody. (laughs) Learn the steps. It's easy. (laughs) Hilarious. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. L-G-B 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 They say L-G-B everywhere I go L-G-B What it means I don't know L-G-B Whatever it is L-G-B All righty then. <laughs> well, G B. Let's go, Brandon. Right? Well, G B. This means let's go, Brandon. No. Well, G B. Sounds like let's go, Brandon. I guess. Well, G B. All right. Let's go, Brandon. I am Cornelio. Chant. Well, G B. Right wing and left wing. Well, G B. Go, oh, you know the thing. GB, if you don't sing that back, GB, and you ain't black. GB, let's go, Brandon. GB, let's go, Brandon. GB, let's go, Brandon. FJB, let's go, Brandon. I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. Hey, we've got the brand new. A and G L G B wear available at Armstrongandgetty.com. Very attractive. If you haven't seen the video that goes with that audio, it's pretty entertaining. And uh well done, because it features Biden and Kamala Harris and 
Trump and Obama and Jen Psaki. Anyway, we got that at armstrongandgetty.com. Let's go Brandon controversy as it continues. So I know Joe just watched the hot new video of uh, that just came out. Joe Biden's at the climate change conference, and it looks like he dozed off during the uh, opening speeches, which I don't blame him. Hmm. But somebody comes in to ask him a question, and he kind of startles awake. <laughs> I did... The question is, did somebody send that aide over to ask him a question to wake him up? Did somebody send that aide over, or did he just coincidentally show up? Because I think if that guy doesn't show up to ask him a question right then, I think pretty soon Biden's face is planted in a desk. Head dive. Yeah, unquestionably. (laughs) Drooling the whole picture. Uh, Oh, God. Whether that was a coincidence or not, I couldn't tell you, but he absolutely nodded off, yeah. I've I've been in that state enough to know. Oh yeah, yeah, and I also know that if it's allowed to go further, you do the, pretty soon your head goes down and you oh, catch yeah. yourself from falling over. If you're under eighty, if you're him, you <laughs> might go clear out of your chair. Conk. On, on down to the ground. I hope not. Oh, that'd be a I have bad. No look. desire to see an old man no. go down like that. No, 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 no. We have more comments on the whole uh, let's go Brandon and the uh, Southwest Airlines pilot. I liked what Ted Cruz said back to this Asha Rangappa of CNN and the Yale Jackson Institute for Global Affairs. You're lecturing at Yale. You should not be a friggin' lunatic. I think that should be a standard. (laughs) This woman clearly is. We'll have that for you and a bunch more good stuff to stuff in coming up. Wake up. Armstrong and Getty. Um, I want to hear this just because I haven't heard it. Uh, Anthony Blinken, our current Secretary of State, was on one of your Sunday shows yesterday and asked about uh, Taiwan and whether or not we'd come to their defense, and I want to hear his answer. That's clip 80, Michael. Has the U.S. committed directly to the Taiwanese government that it will come to Taiwan's defense if China invades? Uh, there is no change in our, in our policy. We've had a long-standing commitment uh, that, uh, by the way, then Senator Biden strongly supported when he was in the United States Senate, uh, a long-standing commitment pursuant to the Taiwan Relations Act to make sure that Taiwan has the means uh, to defend itself. Uh, are you now saying that the United States would not come to Taiwan's defense if attacked? Can you be specific, yes or no? Dana, again, what I can tell you is that we remain committed, uh, resolutely committed to uh, our responsibilities under the Taiwan Relations Act, including making sure that Taiwan has the ability to defend itself from any aggression. You know, she knows the answer to that question. She right. knows that really the, the strategy has been that strategic ambivalent or st- vagueness ambiguity. or ambiguity. Yeah, exactly. Um, in that uh, Biden got out over his skis. Everybody knows that. I don't, I don't know that there's any value. You know, she doesn't have to worry about national security, I guess, but just to try to pin him down. Come on now. Yes or no? Yes or well, no? I, yes no, or no? I, well, I think the main question is because the president was asked twice to clarify. So you're saying we would come to their defense? So that's why you're asking the Secretary of State, did the yeah. president change the policy or not? No, no, we're staying with it. But that's not what the president said. All right. 
I don't right. Well, yeah, he's well. an old man, and he says things that don't make sense. And actually, you saying that he was a senator that supported it makes it even worse, because that reminds you that, yeah, he knows, ex- or at least at one point, un- completely understood the ins and outs of it and the complications of it, but doesn't anymore. Well, that bad no. at care. Well, that's a good point. Uh, so, uh, speaking of senators, just real quick, uh, Senator Ted Cruz has, he's really embraced Twitter. He's really, uh, come to enjoy it, apparently. He took some great shots at, uh, that numbskull Eric Swalwell earlier. Uh, Swalwell claimed he was defending Nazis when he was defending parents at school board meetings. And, uh, Ted Cruz says, you're always lying when you're not sleeping with Chinese spies, that is. <laughs> Which is really a hell of a thing. Lying creep. That is a heck of a thing for a U.S. senator to say, yes. Yeah, hilarious. Anyway, so uh, then Ted Cruz decided to go to bat against this Asha Rangappa, who is a CNN commentator, former FBI. As Matt Taibbi points out, CNN's awfully fond of people from the intelligence apparatus becoming commentators on TV, which is an odd thing in a republic. But anyway, um, she tweeted about the... the, uh, about the Southwest pilot who allegedly said, let's go, Brandon, and about how the plane would be immediately ground. If the guy said, long live ISIS instead, which is, as she was indicating, similar to saying, let's go, Brandon. And Cruz responded to her post by saying, CNN is deranged. And no, as a factual matter, supporting genocidal religious zealots is not the same as disagreeing with the current president. Boy, the, the, the hyper-drama gene, I just don't have it. And, and people who do on both sides make me nuts. That is just, just weak. Calm down. Yeah, calm down. A couple of notes from the world of fast food. Number one, uh, McDonald's and IBM are serving up an automated drive through strategic partnership. Automated drive throughs are coming. Punch in your order. Uh, a lot of uh, machine learning indoors. There might be a couple of people involved, but far fewer human beings, partly because of the rising uh, cost of labor. Um, it's all soon going to be automated, they say. Will it be better or worse? Don't know. Do not know. Probably depends on the restaurant. And Florida, brilliantly, has invited in and out to open in the Sunshine State. As the restaurant is battling California's vaccine mandates and the demand of the state that the plucky teenage counter personnel become the vaccine policia in the Golden State. Especially in the Bay Area, in and outs closed a couple of locations because the state insists that their workers be vaccine police and not serve anybody who, who can't show their vaccine papers. In and out, quite sensibly saying we can't put our employees in that position, especially with the volume of people that come in and out. The chances of something ugly happening are nearly 100%. Sure. Given the numbers involved, we can't ask that of our people. So California says we're shutting you down. Well, uh, Ron DeSantis, um, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't uh, Ron DeSantis. It was the chief financial officer of Florida, Jimmy Petronas who said, I applaud the courage that the In-N-Out owners have shown, but I know this. Uh, what I can offer you is my commitment. On behalf of the state of Florida, we're going to be a mandate-free state. We love to see businesses proper and flourish in our state, and I had no idea that there were so many East Coasters that have eaten a West Coast hamburger. We'd love to have In-N-Out in Florida. This would never happen in Florida. 
Then he throws in an extra shot. Mark my words, just like Tesla left the state of California because of overregulation, you'll see In-N-Out burgers moving out of the state. I wonder. Interesting. That's some good marketing, Florida. Texas, where are you? Plenty of Cal Unicornians and the hunger for an In-N-Out burger in uh, Tejas as well. Um, so a blue checkmark person tweeted this out, getting back to the Southwest Airlines, let's go Brandon thing. Oh, boy. This is why Southwest Airlines had to apologize. If Southwest Air doesn't do anything, every passenger on that flight has a standing to file a complaint with the FAA, and they should do so. Southwest will then be compelled to investigate or defend him. Have fun with that. There's no messing around in the air. Shut up. (laughs) Babies. You know who's not at the climate conference uh, where Joe Biden just fell asleep this morning? President China. President Xi. Well, China's got a representative there, but yeah. Xi's not there. He has not left the country in 21 months. Some people are saying it's a COVID thing, but others are just thinking it's a um, it's just part of the whole turning inward China thing. Hmm. And uh, he has not left China in 21 months, which is extraordinary for a world leader. Yeah, I was reading that and how proud they were uh, up until this this period of how much diplomacy he was doing and how he was really showing that China's a world leader by visiting all these places. Speaking of world trips, this says uh, Joe Biden now. Um, three countries that he's visited as president nine months in, which is about half of what Trump had done and a third of what Obama had done. And you got to believe one of the reasons is you can't really go visit a country without doing a press conference, and he can't do press conferences. That's part of it. Plus, it's tiring. Travel is tiring, and he's almost 80. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, exactly. They've got to protect him, and they have a mechanism. They have an apparatus uh, around him in the White House to protect him. But when you go on the road like that, well, suddenly, you know, you don't have that the level of control. Football fans, do you remember Colin Kaepernick? He of leading the charge on kneeling during the national anthem. Well, he's got a new TV Netflix series out, and the promo for it dropped over the weekend, and it had heads turning and jaws flapping. Is that the expression Dropping? people use? Flapping jaws. I think jaws dropping? Gum, gums flapping. Gums jaws flapping. Dropping. Gums flapping has always seemed weird to me. Flapping your gums because you're talking. Yeah, gums are flapping your gums. Yeah, if your gums flap, see a dentist. (laughs) It's an old timey expression, I'd say. Anyway, if you haven't heard this, uh, the comparison Colin Kaepernick makes about slaves and NFL players is something. We'll have that for you next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pry, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. That's Colin Kaepernick explaining what it's like in the NFL, and then it morphs into the slave block. Exactly the same thing. Except for the one difference that one's voluntary and one is involuntary. Other than that, 
so similar. Well, it's it's practically no difference at all. One is something that millions of little boys seek their entire lives, and the other one is something no human in history would ever want. Other than that tiny, subtle difference, they're exactly the same. We have the whole video at armstrongandgetty.com. It's the new Netflix special that Colin Kaepernick's got going, and uh, man, I think he's uh, really stretching on that one. Um. We got a text. Uh, Joe Biden fell asleep at a meeting in Europe today. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like us are giving him a pass. It's a climate change conference with a bunch of euros droning on about climate change. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, said, blah, 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 blah. Old. old jet lag, Greta. But he, 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 he closes his eyes and clearly he's about to go into full slumber in which you're, we all know this, we've all done it. Your head drops and like you, you like. Practically fall out of your chair and catch yourself. But right. somebody comes over and interrupts him. And I and I said, well, is that a coincidence or did they send somebody over? And we got this text. Of course he has handlers. I doubt it was a coincidence. Yeah, the more I think about it, of course, they, they're they so worried about Joe Biden and his ability to handle these things. They had 10 people's eyes on him at every second. And somebody said, oh, he's drifting, he's drooping. Somebody go interrupt him and claim you have a text or something. And somebody went over there to wake him back up again. Obviously, that's what happened. Or just, just get, a, get the old bastard a hotel room. He's so tired. Wow. I know that feeling. It's so bad. Why'd so sleepy. Him? Why'd you call him a bastard? I believe we know who his mom, mother and father are both. <laughs> I don't just. I don't think just, that applies. Uh, oh, I should have said fella. Old Come on. A fella's much nicer than bastard, yes. I, I hope he doesn't come after me with his bent, rusty knife <laughs> or his apology chain. But anyway, well, I haven't heard this clip. This is a yet another gaff, and well, let's just hear it. Welcome back to the Friday Showdown. And let's dive into this week's edition of What in God's Name is Joe Biden Trying to Say? No normal expression, time is money. As one computer said, if you're on the train and they say Portal Bridge, you know you better make other plans. Uh, let's, let's go over what he just said there. Let's just not ignore that. Let's go over it. As one computer said... If you're on the train and they say Portal Bridge, you know you better make other plans. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> so where where was that, Hanson? Can you tell us or can you tell Michael or it's can you Australia, tell Australia, clearly. Um well good look good. See, I can't I can't identify an Australian accent like that. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um but so that's an Australian show mocking our president. Oh yeah. For once again saying something that was a little hard to follow. We got to yank those submarines from them. We can't have them mocking our boy. Come on, Australia. I thought we were buddies. Can, can I hear that again? Just There's all sorts of questions. Welcome back marks. to the Friday Showdown. And let's dive into this week's edition of What in God's Name is Joe <laughs> Biden Trying to Say? No normal expression. Time is money. As one computer said, if you're on the train... And they say Portal Bridge, you know you better make other plans. Uh, let's Okay, let's you can cut go. it off there. So that that's that there's that, a, that whole, first thing he says is Well mysterious. yeah, the whole thing is a mess. Because yeah. he says something brutal at the beginning. And yeah. then he says you're a computer. Computer? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if one computer says Portal Bridge, I honestly I have no idea. <laughs> you better make other plans. For what, sir? <laughs> he's got these tried and true lines that he's been using for decades because he's been in government for 
50 years, but he's got these tried and true lines, but they don't come back to him the same way at this point. Right. I can I can uh, I can relate a little bit because I got the brain fog from having COVID over the weekend. Um, there it is. Things don't come. Michael, <laughs> that was an audio version of brain fog. The foghorn and then wool. Very funny. Um, so Beautiful. I don't know. Other countries are now mocking our president. So they hated the last one. They mock this one. Oh, you can't win. Maybe we should just nuke them all. <laughs> oh, boy. Talk show host advocates nuking Australia. It makes uh, a difference. Oh, speaking of uh, controversial talk fair, we, we went heavy Friday when you were uh, languishing with your, your awful uh, chairman, or what am I, Fauci's hot and sour bat fever. Um, we were, we hammered, Friday was the sickest I've ever been in my life wow. outside of chemotherapy. No wow. doubt about it. It was brutal. Um, we were talking and I'm about vaccinated. The Biden administration discussing paying every person separated from their family at the border $450,000, up to $3.4 million for a family. And holy cow, is that arousing anger. So who's who's I don't understand the court case that's involved here. So the argument is from lawyers. Look, this could cost a lot more than this if we don't settle now. Who's right. suing who and what standing do illegals have? The illegals have their basic human rights in the ACLU, which used to be a, an organization that was worth a damn, is sponsoring them and getting them lawyers and everything. And they're going to sue the federal government saying you caused us such uh, emotional harm and stress and economic blah, 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 that, that we're suing you for millions of dollars for separating us at the border. And the Biden administration is discussing settling with them for 45, I'm sorry, 450 grand a person. Because there's a chance you get it in front of a jury and some mom gives some really tear-jerking story about her illegal two-year-old taken away. Right. And the trauma that they've got. And you get a jury. You know how these juries work. All of a sudden, the jury says $80 million for that sort of suffering. Right. And then you got all these cases coming with that precedent. Right. And then you're settling them all for more. So that is the legal strategy. On the other hand, it is so immediately, transparently, universally sickening. The idea that people would break the law, sneak across the border, we would follow the law, and then the American taxpayers have to make them fabulously wealthy. When soldiers can't pay their bills, when those killed get $100,000 to their family, we're going to give their families millions of dollars. It is on its face disgusting, and we cannot do it. We can't. All great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, hope. Final thoughts is two words. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought. You know what would be funny is if they had just let Biden go completely asleep and the other world leaders started making, you know, doodles on his face as he slept. <laughs> Gee, money. It's not a frat, Michael. It's a climate conference. <laughs> Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer, producing away. Alex, a final thought for us? You know, a lot's been made about the Let's Go Brandon stuff, the merch, the T-shirts and sweaters, all of which you can get at armstrongandgetty.com. I think we need to go further and milk this. A digital crypto coin, a Let's Go Brandon coin, an LGBC, if you will. Yes. Wow. 
I like it. I like it. LGB coin. Uh, Jack, a final thought? Yeah, for tomorrow, we need to isolate that whole train thing from Biden and try to nail down what we what he, we think he was saying. Man, that's an all-timer right there. Yeah, wow. Holy crap. And I'd say this. Don't be nonchalant about the, the COVID. I was freaking sick Friday, man. Really sick. You don't want to get it. Yeah, it's beyond, too, right? Awful. Anyway, uh, my final thought had a great old friend come visit uh, for the weekend and actually beyond uh, last week had an absolutely terrific time. But uh, it had become clear by the time it was time for him to go that my golf course spring break for middle-aged people lifestyle had started to wear on him. Evidently, uh, I'm the bad influence. Wow. Yeah, I, I hadn't realized I was. Apparently, I am at this point. Couldn't keep up with you. I, I got to apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to hurt anybody. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We got to your LGB gear, your Let's Go Brandon gear, Armstrong and Getty logo, etc. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Check out hot links, a lot of good stuff to read about or what have you, or watch videos. It's all there. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. This is a mess. He dared to dance in the path of greatness. And boom goes the dynamite. There are three great crises before this, the Civil War, the Depression, and World War II. This is equal to it. Uh, Go away! Who was it? There's a foreigner I like. Thank you, everybody. They're fine. Words. I'm going to say one thing. J-G-I, the Joe Getty indicator. Are you feeling increasingly <laughs> terrific? L-G-B. <laughs> all right. Let's go, Brandon. I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.